I'm Shannon. And I'm Rami. And this is Workplace Hugs, where we talk about interesting things we've read, learned, or experienced to help us all expand our life toolkit with a whole bunch of empathy without a whole new degree. Shannon, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, I was like, this could be a weird one for you to try to do a funny introduction on. But you can try if you want. (laughs) Not going to do it. Okay, okay. We're, we're talking about a little bit of a heavier topic today. We're talking about tips for how to work and grieve at the same time. I think I've hinted at it enough or maybe even cried on some episodes by now that you guys know that my dad passed away uh, in June of 2023. And so this episode is really inspired by moving through this myself and also for whatever reason, I tend to attract clients who are moving through similar experiences at the same time that I am. And I've had multiple clients who have unexpectedly lost a parent, uh, a spouse, um, and even like their their work husband or wife, some to even things like suicide that are just very tragic. And so I asked Rami, I was like, hey, can we do a web- an episode on this? Because I feel like People actually need help with this because it's the kind of thing that you can't exactly like go talk to your mentor about, you know, like you can ask for resume tips and tricks, but I don't know that there's a lot of spaces that allow you to talk about like, how the hell do I actually keep going in my job when I'm grieving a major loss at the same time? So that's the background. Can I say one thing, though? Yeah. Uh, Since then, and it's a terrible thing that happened. We get so many like great quotes about your dad or from yeah. your dad now, <laughs> which we didn't really get much before. So like I've enjoyed that piece that's come from a terrible situation is that yeah. we get like more more of those nuggets. More from... dad isms. Well, more... he just had such good ones. You had he one did. I think last week. So I'm excited. I, I just I like that now they're coming. They're more they're more at the forefront of your mind, and so we hear them more frequently. Yeah, and I just wrote down another idea for a future side hug of a dadism that I was just telling my sister this morning about mistakes. That'll be a different episode. Okay, so here's my first tip. If you are not a solo entrepreneur like me, and you have coworkers and a boss, tell them. Like, please tell them what's going on. This might seem obvious to some people, but I think... Uh, Just in my experience, coaching many clients who are moving through this process, they can feel some shame or they can feel like, oh, but that's me making excuses for why I might be off lately. And I really want to encourage you to reframe that into just like thinking, this is me giving people who work with me context on if my way of working might feel different to them than it did before. So I have a little script that I'll just like quickly read through that I've offered to clients on this before. But please like just send us an email at workplace dot at workplace hugs at gmail.com. That's a lot. Workplace hugs at gmail.com. Okay, so basically, it's just like a couple bullet points of what you might send them in an email or have a phone conversation with them about. Basically, you say, I want to share a personal update with you. I'm moving through a period of grief after losing my close friend to suicide. I want to proactively let you know that my focus and communication may seem different than it was before as I grieve. Please rest assured I'm still committed to doing the best I can, but that my approach may look or feel different from the person you're used to interacting with. I humbly ask for your grace, understanding, and flexibility during this time. I hope we can keep the lines of communication open on how to best navigate the work while I'm also navigating this major personal loss. And also, I ask that you keep this private. Uh, 
and not, you know, disclose it to other coworkers or whatnot. So that's an example if it's helpful for people to find language. Because I think when you're grieving too, you're just like so in it that it can be useful for somebody to just, I remember um, when Nate's best friend died uh, unexpectedly a few years ago, his wife saying to us, she's like, I literally just needed people to like put a plate of food in front of me and say, eat. I didn't want to make any decisions. So if you don't want to have to make any decisions or figure out what to say, please email us and we'll send you this like script of what you can say. So that's tip one. But I think the big thing here is they're all going to know something is up with you. So I think giving them the context, I think is really, really helpful because put yourself in their shoes and they say, Hey, I work with Shannon all the time. She's being very weird. Yes. Yes. Uh, Like I want to give her the benefit of the doubt. But I also like she's being weird. Mm-hmm. And I she's don't know off. Why? Yeah. So yeah. I'd like to support her because then it's also like, oh, you get the email, you go, hey, Shannon, what can we take off of your plate? What do you feel like you need to do? What do you feel like you're okay giving to somebody else? And like, let's remanage or rebalance for the short term. Yeah. Um, as you go through this, or do you need to take some time off because? Maybe you just need a few days and then you can come back and then we can kind of figure out what that means at that point. Um, But I think giving them the context, I think, always goes a lot further because they're going to know something is up. Yes. So better for them to know what it is versus have them making meaning out of something that you wouldn't want them to make meaning out of. Okay, my second tip on how to grieve and manage work at the same time is going back to the OPC method. I feel like I've talked about this on the podcast so many times. If you want a deep dive on this, it's episode 139. But basically, I think that episode is called like what to do when you're really stressed out or overwhelmed. And I think the same applies here when you're grieving. So OPC stands for Organize, Prioritize, and Communicate. Organize is just like, can you wrap your head around all the things that you are telling yourself you need to get done? Prioritize is, can we like literally list one, two, three, four, what what really needs to happen for second, third? And for people who are grieving, I really want to encourage you to just pick like three things that you're going to do in a day. And for the record, showering can be one of them. You know, it like should, if we, it should be, one it, of it them. should be one of them. You know, so it's like this is not a time for you to like. For example, for me, I didn't do any group programs in 2023 while my dad was in hospice, and then after he died, I was just like, this is not a thing that is going to be on my MIT list right now because my MIT list has turned into showering or whatever needed to happen instead. That's normal. That's okay. You're human. You're human. And then the third part, OPC, is communicate. And I'll just say, like, it's basically like what I said in tip one above. You know, how do you make sure that you're giving people around you that really need to know? If you're a deeply private person, I understand that. But the people who really need to know some context on what you're moving through and why things might be different and you might not be able to get to something. Okay. My third tip is. C plus work. And I passing, um, passing. That's yeah, passing work. Passing work. My clients joke with me because I changed the letter grade sometimes. Like sometimes I'll be like C plus, C minus, D minus, whatever. Uh, but basically, you get the idea. When you're grieving, this isn't a season for you to be like launching a bunch of new shit or striving or reaching. Can you just like let yourself be with this for a little while? Like let yourself feel your feelings, be with your grief. 
you can give solid C plus work and still deliver good results. I promise. Like, I promise you, your job is going to be fine if you give it a C plus for a while. And to really encourage this, I want you to ask yourself at the end of the day, was this a C plus day? And if it was anything more than a C plus, find a way that you're going to do less tomorrow. Because we're just not in the AB business right now. We're just not. No. If you're giving work an A or a B, man, I'm saying some bold crap on the podcast lately. If you're giving work an A or a B, to me, that's a red flag that you're not feeling your feelings. <laughs> like something is disconnected here a little bit. Uh, and then on the same C plus work thing, I would say identify the things that you can give an F to. You know, like I get maybe for you, you can't give a C plus across the board to like all of your work tasks. So for me, for example, what that looked like is I still want to try to give an A or a, a B, if I'm being really honest, to my coaching sessions. But I was getting a big fat F all 2023 long for posting social media content. I just I've, I let myself get an F. But guess what? It averaged out to C plus work. You know, mm -hmm. so you can do that, too. You can decide the tasks that actually need an A and what you can get an F on. Yeah, I like that. Okay. My fourth tip is to create what I call like an anchoring or a grounding ritual. This is also a tip I give to people who are just like moving through any kind of transition, but I think it's especially helpful for grief. So pick one thing that you can do every single day that brings you a sense of stability at a time that might otherwise not feel very stabilizing for you. So some examples of this might be that you're going to go for a five-minute walk no matter what. You're going to meditate for five minutes no matter what. You're going to drink your coffee or your tea in peace by yourself each morning for two minutes. These don't have to be epic. They can be something that you're already doing. Uh, but just like making a commitment to yourself to have that thing that you can count on when other things feel like they're in chaos. And I can say what mine was. Uh, when my dad died, I'm going to try really hard not to cry. Uh, mine was looking at a favorite picture of him when he was old. And then I have a picture right next to it of him as a little kid in a, the back of a truck. Like it's an old black and white picture with all of his siblings and cousins. And I would read one line from The Comfort Book by Matt Haig. Yes, it's like the same guy that wrote can The Midnight Library. Can we get Library. podcast on The Comfort uh, Book soon? We can. Great. We can. Uh, and then I would read, I have a framed essay that my dad wrote when he was a high school senior of why he chose farming as his vocation. So I would like look at the pictures, read that essay, read one line in The Comfort Book. And that was my grounding anchor ritual to remind myself like I can still be connected to him and connected to my grief. And then literally walk five feet over to my desk mm -hmm. and coach. Like, you can do it. You can. And it's okay. Moving through grief has been the most trippy thing for me because it's like one of the first most vivid times in my life where I can remember feeling two sensations at the same time. Like, feeling really happy genuinely while I'm with my clients and also feeling sad. So, if you're feeling that, it's normal. Okay. My last tip is to consider creating a grief or rage ritual for yourself. So separate from the grounding or anchoring ritual, give yourself a set time in, in every week, let's say, where you give yourself dedicated time to just grieve and to feel and to cry and try to bookend it with more happy or joyful things that can ground you. You know, so for example, I might watch an episode of Ted Lasso 
or even like my favorite clip from Ted Lasso on YouTube. Then like go listen to some sad songs and feel my feelings for 20 minutes and then go listen to a Ted Lasso clip on YouTube again, you know, to like show yourself you're capable of switching lanes between the sadness and I would say it like as like the capability, like I am capable of like feeling different emotions during this time. Okay, that was a lot. But I I like really genuinely hope this is helpful because I don't, I think people, what I observed in my clients, especially this past year is that a lot of them felt alone in their grief. And I hope this helps like even one person out there feel less alone of like how they're trying to grieve and work at the same time. Okay, let's summarize here. Tell your coworkers or boss, give them context on what's going on. Tip two, practice the OPC method. Go back to episode 139 for more details on how to do that. Tip three, give C plus work. No more. Tip four, create some sort of anchoring or grounding ritual for yourself every day. Tip five, consider creating a grief or a rage ritual for yourself once a week. I love it. Um, I was going to say in the show Shrinking, their grief rage ritual is to listen to the saddest song that they can think of for like three or four times and just yeah. like sob during it. And then they're just like, okay. That's mine. Just sob. I have a playlist. To sad songs. I have a playlist and then like, of sad songs. Get it out. Yeah. And then. To support yourself in emoting. Yeah. That's great. All right. We would love for you to connect with us on Instagram or LinkedIn. And I'm not going to like ask a question on this episode. I would just say like, hey, if you're feeling alone in your grief, like shoot us an email. Definitely. Like we're you're not alone. We're here. And if there's more tips that we can offer to you or there's specific things you're wanting support around, just send us a note. We're happy to help. And I think definitely reach out if that uh, phrasing that Shannon had at the beginning was helpful because we can definitely send that your way. Yes. Thank you for reminding me about that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. With that, I've been Shannon. And I've been Rami. And this has been Workplace Hugs. Mm-hmm.